Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I'm Ashlyn Keenan, and this is Private Education. Hi everybody, just a quick note from me before we get back started with private education proper. The episode you're about to hear is with Kate DeMolder and it's so good. But just before we start, I want to say if you are returning as a previous fan of the podcast, thank you so much for coming back. I really appreciate it. I can't tell you how much I appreciate that you're back. If you're new, if you have found out about the podcast from a friend or on Instagram, welcome. I hope you enjoy what you hear. It's really important to me to provide this podcast as a continuation of sex education and relationships education that we never really get like we get a bit in school but we never really do I want this to be you know a non-judgmental fun place to be and a fun podcast to listen to where at the end of it you kind of can take something away or feel a little bit better about your relationship or whatever it is so yeah I'll shut up now and let you listen to the rest of the episode So if you would believe it, listeners, I'm sitting in a bed in the Dillon Hotel <laughs> with my guest today, Kate DeMolder. Kate, welcome. Hi, Ashley. I should say welcome back to private education because you've been on before. I have. In the, in the first in a different location. Yeah, in a different, we've, we've in a moved. Location. We've moved. Um, so how did we, we ended up in a bed in the Dillon because <laughs> we booked, we booked a standard meeting room, I assure you, and it was very echoey. And I said to the girl, I was like, look, have you anywhere with a lot of soft furnishings? And she was like... We can put wink, you wink, in the nudge, bed. nudge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure she thinks we're coming in here to have like an hour's worth of riding. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's look, that's none of our business if we are. Um, so yeah, welcome back. And you wrote a piece. This is why um, as soon as I saw this on Kate's Instagram, I was like, you've got to come on. You wrote a piece recently called something along the lines of. Why do happy couples cheat? And is it ever a good thing? Okay. Yeah. And you I like I was really shocked by how candid those interviews were it was really interesting so um yeah I do as I do with a lot of my interviews with a lot of my articles I put up a either a poll or a tweet or whatever on social media and ask people to speak to me honestly and this was one of the ones where people came in in spades and like with those kind of things you're never sure because like obviously if they're in my Instagram or Twitter friend they kind of know me and they'll know it's I'll know it's them speaking to me but obviously put them under anonymous thing but it it it's re- it really struck me how open people were to talk about it, which is great. Obviously, it's a bit of a taboo subject. But yeah, so many different instances and they were all so different from each other, which is what I found so interesting. I kind of, as someone who's been cheated on, as everyone either has or potentially has or whatever, I kind of assumed it was just temptation, drink, whatever, maybe self-esteem a little bit. But there are so many different reasons and uh, it was really interesting to figure out. And they were really like willing to talk to you and willing Mm. to be like yeah I'll chat about that like that shocks me because 
like you said, it is really taboo. Like cheating, infidelity, it is For really sure. taboo. So the fact that they were willing to be like, yeah, I'll chat. Another thing that struck me about the interviews was that they didn't seem to regret it. Well, a couple of them were yeah. like, I don't regret cheating. I think a lot of people me. regret the hurt they caused and uh, wish that person wasn't so upset or torn or whatever by it. But a lot of them, like you said, weren't um, regretful because they felt like they needed to either do it for themselves or uh, fill a gap that they had been feeling or they knew their relationship was over and this was kind of the reason they had to break it off or there were a couple of different reasons. But yeah, you're right. Like, obviously, none of them are monsters. They were sad that they made someone else sad. But in general, no, it kind of served a purpose in a weird way. Mm. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, I, I agree in the sense that like, None, like nobody's a monster mm. you know there are apart from actual narcissists yeah I, I'm with I, I'm pretty sure I've been with a few but like <laughs> apart from actual narcissists people do feel guilt and people mm. obviously don't want to hurt their other halves and yet it's still such a common thing like I put up I have um poll results here so many of you listening might have actually voted on these polls on at private education podcast on Instagram so the results that came in so have you ever cheated on a partner? 22% said yes. And there was nearly 500 votes. Wow. So like, that's a, that's a good enough, like, you know, measure. I mean, I suppose it's enough people to get, that was probably the standard across so, people in general, which is a fifth, one fifth of people have cheated. That is a lot. I was expecting a bit more, but what I found with, there is very rarely any solid evidence when it comes to cheating because what constitutes cheating? That's true. You know what I mean? Yeah. Is it holding hands? Is it flirting? Is it getting excited to see someone in work every day? Is it kissing? Is it just sex? Is it emotional reliance on each other? So mm -hmm. it's really tough. So I would love to hear what your listeners confirm is it because I feel like it's different for every person. Yeah. Like I feel like a lot of people may have emotionally cheated and never thought about that. Um, whether it's just flirting, people would be of different opinions whether that's cheating. So yeah, it's really hard to collate da data because no one can confirm the same thing. The exact, yeah, what, yeah. what cheating means to you. What, what is it? But it yeah. is, I suppose, no matter what you consider cheating to be, 22% of people mm. saying that they have cheated on a partner. Big chunk, yeah. That's a lot. Like, yeah. That's one fifth of, of In a monogamous society, that's a big It's big a lot, chunk, yeah. yeah. Um, and then 14% said they got caught. 18, 86% obviously said that they didn't. Mm -hmm. um, 66% of, of the people who voted here said they did regret cheating. Okay, interesting. But that still leaves a third who didn't. So it's interesting because I feel like if it was a contextless answer, like it was just on your polls... If I feel like if you if you phrase it like, do you regret doing that bad thing? Everyone's going to say yes, but I would love to hear their like follow up thing from that. Yes. Whether they yeah, feel yeah, the like they benefited or the mm. other person benefited or they spoke to something in themselves that they couldn't be quiet for a reason or something like that. So mm. I, I, I imagine a lot of them would have a think about it if you ask them to expand. I think so. I think yeah. a lot of these polls are obviously they're they're one answer or the other. Exactly. So, yeah. Um, and I, but I did get a significant amount of DMs going into detail about okay. stuff and in actual fact in particular I got a, a DM about what constitutes cheating okay so yeah. we'll talk about that in a sec but I just the rest of the the results of the poll so have you ever been cheated on 50 54 percent said yes so that's interesting because like compared to that recent question have you ever done the cheating yeah and the numbers are the numbers so different. Are different so I mean like 
obviously there's obviously a knowledge what do gap. they constitute as cheating there is a knowledge gap mm-hmm. um is it i imagine a lot of women follow you is it more women that are being cheated on than mm-hmm. women doing the cheating yeah, yeah that's and interesting the listenership of the podcast is about 90 10 okay women to men yeah so yeah i i mm. think it's safe to say that there are well i mean it, that's a sweeping generalization mm. ding 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 we'll <laughs> ring, ring the sweeping generalization <laughs> bell but it is it, it kind of it does seem to be the case that women are the the I was going to say the victims but like women are cheated on yeah that's interesting more than they cheat um so then there is oh this one was interesting do you suspect that you've been cheated on but can't confirm okay go on 51 percent say yes that's so interesting mm. because like <sighs> so there's there's like that blow my blows my mind because that's mm. like 50% of the people who re- responded to this, which who is don't fully trust their partner. Yeah. And what I find, it's funny, you may trust your partner, but it might be someone, some, something else, some, someone, something someone else says, mm. uh, sorry, tongue twister there, uh, that like you could, I saw a tweet the other day that it was like, um, if you and your girl had uh, a fight and it all went fine and then she comes back three hours later, um, arguing with you about it, it says it means the group chat wasn't on your side. <laughs> and so you'd wonder. <laughs> oh and it's so, true. Yeah. so true. Yeah. Yeah. So true. So you, you can imagine like having a fight with your with your significant other and then going to your friends going to your mom going to whoever you speak to and then being like wait they said that or but mm. this is what they didn't say or yeah. whatever and so that's an interesting point that that someone else could have been cheated on and then they're telling a story and then they're like wait that sounds very similar to what my significant other did so yeah yeah, yeah. the group chat is powerful no so powerful so much yeah. power on whatsapp one like. flipping comment and you're like oh oh my god and yeah. the amount of like I, i'm in i'm in a whatsapp group called um the confidentiality bin which love that. I mean you can you can love that and there's but there's so many that like the things that are said in whatsapp if oh you'd were, be you'd be in prison oh you'd be in prison yeah. you'd be multiply yeah mu- interpol like, on the phone like yeah, so yeah, yeah. many times like yeah. the amount of time I, I've I've been like please don't ever <laughs> yeah. post delete this number <laughs> yeah delete my number <laughs> to my best friend like yeah. so um then 87 percent said cheating would be a deal breaker for them okay which is again interesting because it seems like uh, I mean, a lot of people have been cheated on and yet a lot of people are still in relationships. There must be a knowledge gap. There must be a lot of people who have been cheated on who just don't know. Which I imagine terrifies so. me. Yeah, I imagine so. And like, I when I was cheated on, I because I was still very much in love with that person, I in my head, because I was so shocked by this news, I was like, I don't want to infer another shock, which would be a breakup. So in my head, I was like, no, I'm going to get back with him. And it's only when you're out of that bubble and you give yourself that time that you realize, no, that, well, it wasn't a good idea for me. I'm not speaking for everyone, but I can so easily imagine. And I was a person who didn't have kids, wasn't married, didn't have a life with this person. So I can so easily imagine a couple speaking like openly and honestly being like, listen, we will work through this. This happens, whatever, let's go through it. Yeah, no, I do think there's a lot to be said for like getting back with someone after an infidelity mm. is such a challenge mm. but I would never judge anyone for oh my god never you just don't know you no. don't know that you don't know the root cause like it's so easy to you know label someone a cheater mm. and be like once a cheater always a cheater you know that thing yeah and then but like there's so much at stake. There oh are often God. children. Yeah. There are often mortgages. There That's are it. often, there's like Houses, years families, long marriages, yeah. you know? Yeah, it's not without its context, absolutely. No. And also like, listen, people have gotten through worse. Mm. You know what I mean? If someone's kissed someone they shouldn't have or been with someone they shouldn't have, 
you can all, I can imagine someone forgiving it very easily if they have a deep love for that person and especially if that person's deeply sorry mm. or whatever. And also there are so many brilliant different ways to have relationships now. You can be open, you can have different rules, like yeah. it's not the same again. So it's it, we're not as struck to the shackles as we used to be of monogamous relationships, even though it still is there a good bit. Can I ask, I hope you don't mind me asking. Yeah, go on. Your, the cheating that you experienced or when you were cheated on. Mm-hmm. Now, because I, I would love to talk about what constitutes cheating for both of us, yeah. and then in general, oh, like yeah, where where the line is, what type of cheating? So he had it? sex with someone else. Okay, yeah. And was it like a once off? Was it an ongoing thing? It was. Well, listen. As far as I know, I what I know is that he went to his work Christmas party okay. and slept with someone there. Okay. So that like, if it had been kissing, would I have imagined a cheating? Probably. Mm. But like, if if it was... How, how, how long were you together before this We happened? were together almost a year, I think. Okay. Yeah, so still in kind of early door, like obsessed with each other's stages. Like, I was going to say still in early doors, but like, you're right. Obsessed with each other is still like having yeah, so sex. Yeah, it was a shock. Still, yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. But like, long enough that you're like, this is an established this is my relationship. Yeah. yeah. But like, I, I often... Like if, yeah, if it was kissing, I would imagine it to be, I would call it cheating as well. But like... Then there are so many other layers. Like if they were holding hands all night, would he have told me? Probably not. Yeah. If uh, they were, they had been flirting in the office all the time, is that as bad or is that like, I don't know. And did your mind just wander? It's funny, like it didn't, it didn't. Like I, I feel like I was in genuine shock yeah. and denial for the yeah. first like week. I was like, no, this couldn't happen to me. This is a joke. This is a weird relationship ploy, blah, 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 blah. Because um, it was so out of nowhere because we were and still so did new. Did he just tell you? He told me, yeah. Okay. In fairness to him, um, which wasn't easy. And it was really hard for him telling that as it would be for yeah, anyone. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I suppose, yeah, my mind did wonder. I had really bad nightmares for a while, just like picturing it and stuff like that. And what was really funny, like funny, what was really weird was that I knew a lot of people who worked there and they didn't know. They must have gone up to a room or gone up to a secret corner. So okay. like it wasn't obvious. So when they later then I told them, they were like, what, really? So that kind of fed into my denial a bit more. Yeah. That I was like, no, maybe this didn't happen. But yeah, no, it did. Okay. But yeah, it was, it was wild. And it, it actually kind of made me learn a lot about myself mm-hmm. and... Looking back, it's so easy to look back. Like, but looking back, I realized that person wasn't the one for me, yeah. either at that stage or forever or whatever. Yeah. Um, so I feel like you can definitely learn from these things. It's hard, but uh, but yeah. So the, my situation was sex, and I feel like that to me was definitely cheating, and kissing probably will be as well. I'm trying to think what would be to me, and mm. if I'm honest, yes, I think yeah, kissing definitely cheating. Yeah, sex also definitely cheating. And any type of, like, I almost would be more hurt by a handhold. That's it, the more Isn't intimate that weird? things. And like, it's so funny, one of the people I spoke to, um, she was in a relationship for, I think it was a couple of years, I think it was between four or six, and she was working in either a shop or whatever, and she um, became really close friends with a guy who worked with her. Okay. And uh, she was getting to the stage where she, I think her actual relationship was kind of winding down or they were kind of growing apart, which probably kickstarted a bit. Mm. But she was so excited to go into work every day and so excited to have the chats with this person. Nothing had happened sexually or touching or anything, but uh, she was so excited to go in with this person that eventually, at their, I think it was their Christmas party or night out or whatever, they kissed. And it was only when she was in the cab back to his house that she was like, oh no, this is wrong. So it's funny that like you can allow yourself to slip into like, the irons of temptation at one stage and then be like, oh no, actually this isn't right. Mm. So like, was she cheating the whole way along? Was she desperate for this to happen? And then when it did happen, she was like, oh God. I mean, 
yes, I, I definitely think there's an emotional cheating mm. there. But like if she stopped it and realized, OK, this can't this can't happen. I think that says a lot about the respect she must have had for her partner. That's it. Like, because I, I feel like if it's sustained emotional cheating, as in if there's like texting back and forth, if there's emails back and forth, if mm-hmm. there's, you know, if there's a, and I also feel like emotional cheating, um, I would estimate that there needs to be an element of a knowledge that you that each other cares about the other person. Okay. And then if you're chatting to someone and they're talking, like they're having the banter with you and they're flirting with you and it's like, fine, kind of. But if there's an acknowledgement of, I'm really, I'm really into you. Are you really into me? But that's so hard to determine. Totally. Yeah. Like you could, you could like anyone could flirt with anyone on their commute to work on a sitting beside them on a plane or whatever. And it really mean nothing. Totally. But it could mean nothing to you. And then it could mean everything to the other person. Totally. You know what I mean? So I think it's, it's like, say for instance, yeah, if, if I was, you know, on a plane and I Mm -hmm. met someone and I was chatting to them and I was like, oh my God, I like this person, I totally fancy him. This is amazing. And then my partner was to find that out. I think they'd be hurt. 100%. I whereas, agree. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas the other person that I was talking to could have been like, oh, I met this girl on the plane. She was gassed. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. And it might not have meant a thing. So I think it's, yeah, it's so personal. But I I think I first think, dates is really good at showing that, that people, the yes. two of them are like, yeah, I had a great time. And one person's like, yeah, I would love to see you again. And they're like, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is so <laughs> yeah. tricky. But what I, yeah. another thing I found really interesting was, so we kind of live, so the institution of marriage or kind of like long-term relationships, it was it was originally kind of brought up to, as like a business agreement that yes. this family will marry into this family because they're of the same caste or structure or they, they have land that I want or yes. whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was no All romance very transactional. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. And then it's been turned and created essentially a cottage industry um, into the institution of marriage, of romantic marriage. Um and that's brilliant as well. And we can celebrate love in, in wonderful ways and, and people can choose their heart as opposed to their bank account or whatever. Mm. Um, but we're still taking the elements of the transactional marriage with us. So we're, we're, we're relying on a feeling that we have at one stage mm. to last like 50 years. Yeah. And like in no other transaction would... Um, would we do that? Like yeah. we, we, we used to base things on things that were strong and successful and never wavering and feelings waver all the time. Um, and also like we now expect someone to be our everything, our confidant, yeah. our rock, our gym partner, yeah. our best friend, our greatest lover. And some people are like, well, I actually have uh, relatives in Europe and, and far more uh, promiscuous in terms of relate- romantic relationships. Yeah. And an aunt of mine, was married for like 50 years and, and whatever, they stopped having sex because as sometimes people do. Yeah. And so she started sleeping with someone else. Okay. And it was just like a thing. It was like, if we were at a family barbecue, she would bring like her boyfriend and her husband. She was like, here's my husband for like, I don't know, day to day, like familial bits, tax reasons. Uh, we're best friends. We live in the same house. But then she also had like her lover as well. And that was just like a... And that was just a thing. That was just a thing. Yeah. That is insane. Isn't that fascinating? Yeah. Like when you think of how things must be in other countries or how things are in other countries. Mm. Like there isn't there this thing, I think we talked about it before on one of the episodes. Um, I don't know how true this is, but it's a sank asset, which is a five, which is French for five to seven. Mm -hmm. So the theory or the uh, rumor, I don't know, I suppose, is that French men... 
and again, like I'm being very heteronormative here, but French men finish work at five o'clock. Mm-hmm. Between five and seven, they see their mistress. mistress <gasps> and then at seven o'clock, they go home to their family life. And those women were known as saint cassette. No way. I've never heard that. Yeah. Now, again, there's every chance I just dreamt that. Yeah. And, <laughs> and invented it myself. But no, I, I think that's the thing. And it's just interesting because that sort of thing would still be seen as a salacious and yeah, scandalous in Ireland. But yet here we are with these poll results where yeah. it seems like there's a lot of there's a lot of like behind closed doors cheating going on. And it would make you wonder if the kind of ideals of monogamy that we all have mm. need to be revised. Mm. And and that's why I'm I'm in a in a few weeks I'm gonna have um a guest on who practices ethical non-monogamy. Okay. And so she her and her partner have an open relationship essentially mm-hmm. and they um they ethically cheat on each other, basically. Okay. No, they don't cheat. Cheating is the wrong word, obviously. That's yeah, this of course. Is why it's called ethical non-monogamy. But it's interesting that like there are other ways to you know, monogamy is Absolutely. not the only way. And that's, and that's a beautiful thing. Like that you can kind of break out of this mold that we've been in for so long. Yeah, it really <laughs> is. It really is a mold. That's like, it. And like, I, I feel like there'd be a lot less jealousy in the world if everyone yeah. did that. I am in my present state far too jealous to consider someone yeah. I like liking someone else. But if you think about it, that's, that's been built into us oh, by 100%. society. Like, yeah. there's you no don't reason, wake up jealous you as a kid. No, yeah. you don't, you don't one day go, yeah. Oh, I'm really jealous that like you just it's it's we're we're being told the whole time mm, that you should be jealous because he did that and you should have a soulmate and mm. you, and there's one person for you like nonsense. Disney has a lot to answer for. I remember think having that exact thought a couple of years ago when because like you're told that I feel like girls especially we're told that we should like find the love of our life. What are the childhood sweethearts? Yeah, that we should find the love of our life by the time we're 15, and if yeah. that breaks up. We're There's barren. Some kind of failure. Yeah, 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 such a failure. And you should be bawling and you'll never have this first love again. Yeah. And yeah, you're washed up essentially. And I know we're not the days of like maybe our parents where you'd be on the shelf if you weren't married by 22 or something. Mm. But I remember feeling like every breakup was a failure, that like we didn't work hard enough at it. And like I'd be 18 thinking this. Yeah, yeah. And like, but every breakup, like every breakup that I've ever had, it has felt like a failure because mm. particularly for women, there is a certain level of it's almost like it's your responsibility to mm. make sure that things are harmonious in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you ever get that feeling of women like... Women are the social creators. The, yeah. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're the ones who are supposed to be kind. Yeah, and, and affable and yeah. maintain uh, control, yet also seem like breezy. Yes, and, yeah, 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 yeah. There's a lot of, yeah, there's yeah. a lot of like, you have to be this, but then you also have to be this. Yeah, like, but don't be too be, much of that. Don't be too much yeah, though. But don't be too little either. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of that. And there's definitely... I have also felt in relationships of mine throughout the past Mm. that I have to be like cool and fun and chill and whatever, but also be like beautiful and like the best looking I can be and like not a hair out of place. And that you're trying to fill all these gaps that you like almost realize, am I even having fun? Yeah. You know, that I'm just spending my whole time looking to make sure, oh, I didn't miss like a stripe of hair on my legs yeah. when I shaved or, yeah. oh God, I have pit stains now all of a sudden because I'm sweating so much because I'm but nervous. I'm still or, cheerful. Yeah, yeah. I'm nervous, but, but nothing I'm can bother so me. happy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm nervous, but I'm smiling. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm going to read out some of the messages that we got through because um, there was a lot of like there was lots of people answering the polls, but then there was a lot of people who felt they needed to put context on their answers. Nice. So I have lots of uh, responses here. But before I do that, I just want to slide in mid episode and th- plead with you. If you're listening to this, if you're new, 
Um, or if you're listening to this and you've been here before and you've listened to all 60 of the back episodes, I would love if you um, followed us on Spotify or Apple or wherever you're listening. And if you could give us an L review or even a star rating or whatever the app asks you for. Um, I would love that. It would mean a lot to me. I think it would mean a lot to Kate. It would mean a lot to this Dylan bed that we're sitting in. Huge. The Dylan would love it. (laughs) They'd love that. So yeah, I would really appreciate it. And it's, it's very hard. I mean, when, when I first started private education, um, there were not that many podcasts, like there were loads, but there now it's, oh my God, there are like 60 podcasts, like in my thing, in my, like my own little library where I'm like, I have to listen to that. I have to listen Mm. to that. There's so many podcasts. It's really hard to stand out. So if you are enjoying this, if you get something from it, um, if you've even laughed along with us, we would love a bit of support in whatever way that kind of would come across for you. So I'm going to read some of your messages now. Obviously, everything's anonymous. So this one here, I have some answers as to why cheating happened why you cheated or why 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 there was cheating in the relationship so I have one here the relationship was was over on my side but I didn't break it off so this person obviously cheated Mm. as a way to end a relationship um and then this person here says it was the sign I needed to know we were officially over so that's funny. I got t- a lot of two of them. Okay. The both of them, rather. Right. Um, when I was researching this article, I'm all anonymous. But because we are such a relationship society, and I've, I've written about being single so often, and so many girls and women have spoken to me being like, God, I feel like I'm the only single woman on earth. Mm. And I feel like people don't see me as a complete thing. And, right. and, oh, you'll get there someday. And why wouldn't people like you? You're so lovely. And that it's almost like a crook on which you can hang yourself in society to say I am good enough for someone to want me and uh, giving that up even if you're not happy is really hard to do and especially if you've been comfortable we we don't know if these people have had kids or houses or mortgages or whatever but other than that yourself and also like you might like could be something totally like normal like really liking your other half's friends or really liking the lifestyle that you can now commit to as a two rather than trying to rent as a one Mm -hmm. or stuff like that but so there was a lot of there were a lot of people who weren't happy in their relationship but didn't want to give that up because they felt they were either giving themselves up a little bit or they were giving their lifestyle up or they were no longer respected in social circles in the way that relationship people are in yeah and then there were a lot of people who were like it finally I I should have ended this relationship six months a year ago whatever yes. and, and we this never is what did. did it yeah. yeah and that that's so common and you can't blame people for it like you can get used you can get comfortable you could still love this person so dearly they could that's the thing about like wanting someone to be your everything they could be your everything minus lover they could yeah. be your everything minus best friend they could yeah. be everything whatever they could be your rock in one way but you just don't fancy them anymore yeah. and that's hard to give up yeah and I I've said it before numerous times but in a relationship I was in in the past it got to a point where um I felt like I was just living with a roommate. Mm. Like it just, it, there's just the... It's sad, but it that, happens. That yeah. aspect, yeah, the, the for sexual sure. aspect had just gone. And yeah. It just, it wasn't coming back. I'm sure you loved them still. Oh, I did. And yeah. I, yeah. And there was so like, I was, I did. I loved them and I, I cared about them so mm. deeply because we'd been together and you know. And you so, don't want to make someone you care about sad. No, you don't. That's it. Yeah. No. And now look, I didn't cheat to get out of that relationship. I, it just ended and mm. we ended it, I suppose. And it was, it was mutual and I wrote recently about how I thought it was amicable and it turns out 
it wasn't. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I thought we broke up. I, I Oh, I never read that. I must from do. my perspective, I was like Oh yeah. yeah, this was good. We're this buds, was good. Yeah. We're we're friends here. This is fine, and oh. and we we both know what's happening. And then I accidentally ran into his brother, and his brother and he was, was like, "Hello, you." Ba- yeah, he yeah. was basically like, <gasps> "What a bit!" Like he essentially what he did oh, was wow. he pretended not to know who I was. No way. And then I was like, "But I, I literally oh, that's I, was, a mind I was like, warp. I've been in your house on Christmas Day. Yeah. You know who I am. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. you know who I am." Yeah. And then he was like, like two minutes into the conversation, I was like, "And so, how's your family?" You know, I was just being super light and he was like um so uh you, you so you're engaged are you so he knew I was engaged and wow. I was just like ah and that made me think then I was like well, okay yeah what has my ex been saying yeah to their brother mm-hmm. and then there was a couple of other things like I actually physically ran into my ex the same ex in Vicar Street uh and I ran in I literally ran into him and then I was like oh hi how are you and he just like awkward smiles oh, no. and let and walked off <gasps> And this is someone who and I would have like yeah, been yeah. so close to, know so well. Yeah, I yeah, lived yeah. with him. Like, oh, anyway, so That's it just made wild. me really think, yeah. yeah. But enough about me. So listen, right? These are some of the other reasons that mm-hmm. that listeners and people who commented on Instagram have said these are the reasons that cheating happened or that they cheated in the relationship. So lack of love or support in the relationship. Um, unhappy in the relationship and wanted to test the water before splitting, which is an Ooh. interesting one. Uh, boredom okay drunkenness yeah revenge oh yeah that's an like that's an interesting that one. is that, an interesting yeah. one um he cheated first revenge cheating was not a good idea that's what that's what that person said and then we were in it this is actually this is a tough one we were in a rough patch we broke up a week week later we're together seven years now and i've confessed so that's pretty I was reading when I was doing a bit of research, someone, uh, it was an anonymous piece I just saw on the internet somewhere and someone was like, um, I'm with my other half, whatever, five years, I cheated in the first year, should I tell them now or no? And it's like, what do you say? What do you say? Do you, like, will it eat you up? Yeah. And if so, I suppose you'd have to weigh up, would it eat you up enough that you don't feel like you could ever be happy? Mm. And does that, is that feeling more powerful than the, notion of that you might be broken up with Mm -hmm. like as in if you were to tell them you'd feel better it would it would assuage your guilt yeah but you might really hurt them Mm -hmm. and beyond just hurting them which is bad enough the relationship cause the end of the relationship yeah 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 it's really hard to work out like which would make you feel worse Mm. living with guilt or breaking up that relationship and I'm sure lots of people like as your poll said people said they assume they've been cheated on but they don't know or the people who have cheated and they never told or never been caught or whatever like they're obviously living with that thought process as well yeah should I or shouldn't I I mean that would eat me up that would eat me up that would eat me like if if there was any if I had even the slightest idea in my head that I had been cheated on it would be it would consume my Mm. every thought like it literally would be all I could think about yeah 100% and you it'd be on your the forefront of your mind so much you'd probably even end up like blurting it yeah yeah Yeah. oh my god totally I'd be like who did you sleep with yeah I wouldn't be able to hold it in no I can't hold anything in anyway but you know what I mean (laughs) um so then let me see here stupidity alcohol selfishness self-sabotage that's an interesting that one. is an interesting one so if someone is prone to an L bit of self-sabotage yeah 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 they're like i'm gonna do this because it'll fuck up my life yeah yeah like that's that's as good a reason as any yeah or as bad a reason as any I yeah that's say. it that's tough um and then this is another one revenge he was with a prostitute on a stag first 
Wow. Yeah. When you go into revenge, like it's so funny in the moment, seem, revenge seems like the best thing in the world. And then mm. you take a step back and you're like, oh, did that make me happy? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like maybe for a millisecond in time and like, so for example, when, when my ex cheated on me, he had just bought me a phone right. and I sold it straight away. <laughs> just, just got the cash. Maybe feel good for like 10 minutes. <laughs> Do you get that? You secure the bag. I secure the, the bag. Um, <laughs> so I, I got that. it. I know. And it made me feel good for a minute, but I was also kind of like, do I feel kind better like, generally? Kind of like selling your engagement ring. Yeah, engagement I can imagine. Yeah. yeah. Um, that like, that was my dream for my twenties. I remember being like, I'd love someone to propose to me with like a 70k rock, mm. then break up with yeah. them and then be like, <laughs> yeah. I'm keeping the ring. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And just be like, ah, oh, I just got money now. Yeah, you're just it's bypassing great. all the trauma yeah. of being like, no, no, I just want the 70k. Yeah. Um, so it'd yeah. be like a lottery win, except yeah. like easier. Oh, it'd be so nice. I, I maybe, I, maybe like, maybe I could swindle someone into like engaging me. I was about to engaging say, you. engaging me. I mean, I'm already married, but we, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm stuck let's for money. Let's not rule it out. Yeah, yeah, let's not rule it out. So I have more responses here. People saying kind of if they'd be able to forgive and forget. Mm-hmm. Somebody says it's dep- it depends on the level of cheating. Um, ju- is it just once or was it long term? Yeah, was it just point. kissing or was it sex? And then someone else says, my personality means I'm too anxious to be able to forgive and forget. I'd be way too paranoid. So there's just like there's so much to it. And there's so, like when I say to you, I'm scrolling and scrolling and scrolling mm-hmm. here. I'm not even like I'm not even tipping the sides oh I've no of, doubt because it's such a taboo topic and, yeah. and everyone's and people kind have of so, people, so many people have experience with mm, it which is kind of scary or even just paranoia about it even if it hasn't happened yeah. like oh yeah things are good now but what if Yeah, I will say I you don't know how you'll react until you go through it because I would mm. have always been like oh no, I, w- I would never go back with someone or whatever and I, I really almost did for a very long time purely to like keep an assemblance of security in my life. But it, it worked out for me that I didn't and I'm glad I didn't. But at the same time, I also wouldn't, I also would have allowed myself to go back if I wanted to as well. And I don't blame anyone. And also I had no kids, no marriage, no mortgage, yeah. all the rest. And like fundamentally, right, do you believe that a relationship can recover from, I mean, when we when I say cheating, I mean... Mm whatever affair, it, whatever maybe. it is to yeah. you yes whatever okay. it is to you that that breaks your heart into a million pieces whatever yeah. that would be for you so if you're listening right think for a second what would absolutely shatter you if you found out your partner had been doing it and think about that and then go okay do I genuinely think I could recover from this and we could stay together hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn you're looking in the wrong place That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Like for me any level of cheating like 
emotional cheating, mm. kissing, sex, flirt, like texting, texting, or yeah, meeting yeah. up in secret, anything. Basically, and this is kind of a rule that I would live by. Anything that you're doing that you think your partner wouldn't be happy about. Yeah. So if your partner found I think a, that's a good way of thinking about it. Ever, anything like that, like that constitutes cheating on yeah. some level. Yeah. So do you think you can come back from it in any context? Like I kind of, I, I definitely do. I do too. And I think because like, so relationships and marriage are both changing so rapidly in comparison to what we used to know them to be. And as you said, there are so many more different options, open relationships or different types of realms like that polyamory or, or bisexualism or whatever, all that kind of stuff. So there are more options and I feel like that's only going to get more mainstream. Um, but yeah, it, it's so, your feelings are going to change throughout any relationship, whether you're married or not, um, for good and for bad. And basing how you're going to feel on a, for the relationship you're going to be in for however long it is on the feeling you feel right now is kind of a losing game. Like you can hope for the best and you can really work at it, but things are going to happen, whether it's cheating, whether it's whatever. And I think we can definitely work through it if you really want to. Yeah. Yeah. I think if the will is there for yeah. both parties, mm. it can be worked through. And I yeah. mean, I always say trust is the number one thing. I mean, mm. the only other thing that comp- is comparable in a relationship to trust is good communication. Mm. But I think trust is vital. And yeah. it does, if it's broken by cheating in any way, it takes a long time mm. to rebuild. But I think it can be rebuilt. 100%. Like I know couples who have gotten together after cheating and, and they seem really happy now yeah. and, and they've worked through it. And if anything, they now show themselves that they can work through hell and get out of it. Yeah. So and it could I make d- them stronger. I, I also think like there can be very harmonious relationships um, where not even that you've come through a, an affair or anything like that, but there can be very harmonious relationships where there's an awareness that like I for instance I was watching um have you ever watched Working Moms no oh my god it's on Netflix okay if anyone listening hasn't watched it it's so Is good it a series it's series okay. yeah um there's five seasons on Netflix at the okay. minute and they're like short episodes so you kind of plow through them okay but it's they're so funny okay um but it's all about working mothers yeah. and um whether you're a parent or not, it's still a spectacular show. It's so, so funny and so on the nose about things. Okay, nice. But one of the, um, I'm, I'm going to spoil here for anyone who's going to watch it. So <laughs> if you're planning to watch Working Moms, pause <laughs> the episode. Now. Yeah, <laughs> watch it and come back. Essentially, one of the women, one of the kind of main um, women in it, her husband cheats on her. And between the jigs and the reels, she like, hates him briefly mm. and is like get out of my house and they they split up and mm-hmm. fine whatever and then over the course of time like they have children so over the course mm. of time um they're in contact obviously because of the children of and things bring them back together and they decide to work at it but the the interesting thing is they both know so they have this conversation where he they're in like couples therapy and he says to her uh, she's like, there's something I need to do before I can get back with you. And he says, is it something you need to do or someone you need to do? And she, it's de- like, she's talking about a guy she wants to yeah. do the bone dance with. So she's like, yeah, like it's someone. No way. And, he, and he's like, okay. And so 
she goes off and does that and then they come back and they're doing the couple therapy and then they get back together and there's this weird level I can't explain it but there's weird this weird level of awareness they both know yeah okay we've no secrets yeah we've both done things on each other mm-hmm. that are reprehensible we've both done things that we shouldn't really have done we mm-hmm. shouldn't have told each other about but there's this baseline level of love and commitment and respect and they're both like all that's behind us let's move forward because they've discovered okay we've both done the worst possible things Mm -hmm. that we can do to each other Mm -hmm. and yet we still deeply deeply care and respect each other that's really interesting I think that really speaks to the power balance of relationships and obviously she felt she had to commit the same act to feel like she gained a bit of power back that's what I'm reading it as and that's how I would feel if I were to suggest something like that and you can I can totally understand that like if you feel powerless and like a victim or like pathetic or whatever it is you're feeling at that moment if it if it takes something like that to make you stronger and be able to engage in this relationship like you once did once again then fire on you know what I mean if that's what works for you and and seems like it worked for them and it's not even like you don't kind of get the feeling like she's trying to just you know one up him like she's not Mm. she's not like well you had sex with someone so I'm gonna have sex with someone it's more like you had your fun yeah okay and so I'm going to go and do what I need to do before we get back together kind of you know it wasn't so much like a yeah, yeah, tit yeah. For tat. It was okay. it was more like a I really fancy this guy and I'm gonna go and have sex with him because I can, because we're not together yet. I mean there is a lot of power There's in that. There's a lot of power yeah, in that. Yeah. Do you know? So I would I would love to talk as well. I have some um some notes made here about basically will your partner cheat on you? Oh yeah. Like how and now look, please don't come for me. If yeah, don't of, let us be the group these, chat. Don't no. let us be the group chat. If one of these applies <laughs> to you and you're like, oh my God. Like, so there's a couple of them that are quite generic and I feel like you have to take them all with a bucket with of a, salt. With a bucket of yeah. salt. But also some of them when looked at in combination may well indicate there's mm-hmm. something going on in your relationship and it's just worth keeping in mind and looking at. Yeah. Now, again, none of these are like Bible, as the Kardashians would say. Mm-hmm. None of these are to be taken. I mean, one of them, for instance, is if your partner all of a sudden starts taking loads of interest in their physical appearance where they didn't before. Mm-hmm. So say all of a sudden, say, you know, your partner is just, you know, never has never been in a gym in their life. Mm-hmm. Like, and all of a sudden they're like flat out working out and they're like getting their hair highlighted mm-hmm. and they're getting pedicures. I mean, that means nothing other than they're having a glow up. Absolutely. Yeah. They could be in the middle of a glow up. Yeah. But in combination with a couple of things. Mm-hmm. It could be something to think about. It could be something to think about. Yeah. So, but the, the bottom line here is, I'm going to say, I'm going to give you the bottom line before I even start the rest of the story. <laughs> the bottom line is, you know, you, you are the only one who knows your relationship. And, and the only one who ever will. You, totally. Yeah. And your gut will tell you where things lie. Mm-hmm. And if your gut is telling you something... You know, I'm not saying march in and accuse any, anyone of anything, but like if your gut is telling you something and it's listen it's, to it, it's at you, listen yeah, to it. And for sure. And let yourself like, because regardless of what your gut is telling you, it's it's giving you that feeling because something's not right. And whether that is infidelity or whether it's just an imbalance in the relationship or whether it's just you're just not happy for mm-hmm. whatever reason. It is worth listening to and it is worth exploring. Um, For your own self as well as their self. Totally. Or selves. There's only Mm. like, you only have one life. And Mm. trust me when I say, no one will ever put you 
at number one apart from yourself. Yeah. Even your soulmate, even if you're lucky enough to find and marry someone who is... Worships like, the ground you walk on. You. Yeah. And you are never going to be someone else's number one. The mm-hmm. only person in the whole world that would ever have you as number one is yourself. So that's worth keeping in mind as well. Mm-hmm. And it's, I mean, it's an incredibly difficult thing to ever um, have to have a conversation with your partner about, you know, potential infidelity, mm-hmm. um, especially if there's no concrete evidence. But just, yeah, look after yourself and mm. bear that in mind when we go through these red flags. So one of the things, it, it, there's, it says there's some classic signs. Okay, so there's right. a sudden drop off in sex. Well, that would make sense. That would make sense. But also like as someone who suffers with anxiety, I could have sudden drops off at sex and I've never cheated. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And actually there are, yeah, in every relationship, I think there's ups and downs. In you terms could just of, be knackered. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Absolutely knackered. You could have just had a baby. You yeah. could like be going through seasonal affective disorder. You could be just on, back from a funeral and yeah. not want to have sex for a few days. You yeah. could, whatever. There's a million reasons. But it doesn't yeah. necessarily mean that your partner's cheating on you. But if... If you, again, if your baseline is we have sex once a week and we always Mm. do and it's always on a Sunday morning and, Mm. you know, whatever. And then all of a sudden, abruptly that stops and you can't really pinpoint it. Yeah. It might be worth it. Dig a little deeper. Sex is important. Sex is important. (laughs) This podcast was not, would not, would not exist without (laughs) sex being important. Um, Cash withdrawals or credit card charges you can't account for. Oh. Now that was interesting because, frankly... I don't have that level of access to my husband's um, finances and I wish I did, <laughs> but I do not. I, I wouldn't know if I, I don't, I, I can't see my husband's credit card statements. Yes. I, I don't know how much access to cash he has. <laughs> yeah. So that one, I, I don't think that one would apply to That's me. That's so funny. Um, working late a lot. I mean... Yeah. I mean, as, as two journalists, we work on deadlines all the time. All the time. And, and there is little to no sex that happens there. No, <laughs> and, and it's not like, um, I think that one probably would apply to someone who has a very kind of stable nine to five. Yes, for and sure. Is in the office home, every day. Yeah. yeah. And if they're coming home at like eight o'clock consistently mm. and there doesn't seem to be a, a reason, then maybe. Mm. Or Sankaset. even Sankaset, absolutely. Mm. Um, or Sanka Wheat, which yeah. is what I just went to. I'm giving, I'm giving them three hours to write. <laughs> um, but like, yeah, I think you'd know yourself, like if, you're, if your other half is like, basically making themselves scarce a lot yeah, in exactly. your life. So no, with no real reason. With no real reason yeah. and nothing you can be like, oh, that's where they were. Mm. Um, new attention to his looks. It says his, but new attention to their looks yes. and, and wardrobe. Um, and then there was another thing which interested me, which was um, not just being out of the house a lot or not just being away from me a lot, but in actual fact, being more... Um, like we were talking to this, talking about this before we, mm, we started kind recording. Kind of more attentive more and more attentive, loving, yeah. Which caring. you would think would be the other way around. That's a really interesting one. That, I mean, it's just like hiding guilt or hiding guilt, scapegoating yeah. a bit. Um, or even trying to keep the peace, like mm, trying to make you so happy in your relationship. That you don't question anything. That you don't question them. Yeah. Or, or trying to, I suppose... Um, like overcompensate mm, for for certainly. what they're doing behind closed doors or whatever. Yeah. So that's that's an interesting That is a really one. interesting one. That's a, a bit of a sneaky one. Yeah. yeah. Somebody actually said that um, they knew their partner was cheating because all of their relationship problems that they had just disappeared mm. overnight. That's funny, isn't it? Isn't I mean, that, that never happens. Yeah. No. Like, like, 
if if you constantly are having it the same fight over and over again, and I know like me and my husband do have the same argument over and over again. It's generally to do with like childcare, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. or like who had who had the most sleep or whatever. Yeah, yeah. If we just stopped that arguing, yeah. If we just all of a sudden were completely like, yeah in some kind of weird like joyful lovey haze yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I'd be like what what's this about why are you not picking fights at me yeah and, that is interesting you know because fights happen I yeah mean, for sure that's like nothing wrong with a sign of a healthy relationship mm. for me anyway um what else have we got here so they're the they keep strict tabs on your schedule interesting that's an interesting one this is um i'm actually i'm going to put all these links to these pieces that i got mm. this info from in the show notes but this one is on glamour.com and it says yeah they keep strict tabs on your schedule which stands to reason because if you're looking to cheat mm-hmm. you kind of do need to know where your other half is at all yes, times yes you have to plan meticulously i imagine yeah yeah and and not just plan but you've also to kind of be like okay well I know my, so say I'm planning to cheat. I'm like, okay, well, I know my husband is in his mother's mm-hmm. on Sundays yeah. from this time to this time. Yeah. Therefore, if I'm I in... I have this free hour here. Yeah. If yeah. I'm in the city centre walking into a hotel, mm-hmm. he's not going to see I'm not going to bump into, yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's a lot of work. Oh, terrifying. A lot uh, of work. Like the logistics of it. I just hadn't, I like, I have yeah, the time. Yeah, you need to be good at Excel. Go, oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Actually, I was, yeah, I was talking to someone who um, has an, uh, non-monogamous relationship and oh, they, yes. they said that they there's a lot of Google Sheets involved. Stop. Yeah. Yeah. That's fascinating. Yeah. And kind of thrilling. Kind of. Yeah. Like, I kind of want to I love a them. Google Sheet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's terrible. I, I mean, I would never use a Google Sheet for that sort of thing. But <laughs> I do love a Google Sheet. Um, yeah. Oh, this is another one that's interesting. Mm-hmm. And this actually comes back to what you were saying about your European relatives who mm-hmm. are the most exotic people Wild. on the planet by yeah. all accounts. Um, if cheating has been the done thing in their family okay so there isn't this taboo around it kind of okay or, or even if maybe there is a taboo but it's just something that it's their, grown their up parent with. did so if their mother cheated on their father if their father cheated yeah. on their mother if they're you know if it's just something that has happened i mean we're all products of our environment you know what i mean totally yeah and, and so that has to i mean for me my parents are they've been married for 36 years yeah um happily as far as I know mm-hmm. uh, I have no evidence that either of them have ever been unfaithful mm-hmm. and so cheating is not something and I actually um, you know their sis, their siblings uh, marriages I uh, there's very little breakups divorce yeah. yeah and there's very few breakups and there's very like they're pretty stable and mm. again nobody ever knows what's going on behind of closed course, doors of yeah. course but for me it wouldn't be a common thing it yes. wouldn't be something that happened regularly so I think that makes it extra taboo appalling and yeah, extra yeah, yeah. appalling and extra shocking for me but yes I can see how in some relationships or in some families or in some you know how it, or even in some friend groups maybe mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if cheating was kind of something if it, that if it happens then it's it it's not as shocking when it does happen yeah. again and i mean that's such a cultural and or religious thing like you see it all over the world you see it obviously in france um and then you see like different religions where you might have like a number of wives or you might have mistresses and that's kind of okay or it's not the most appalling thing but then to some people it is like shocking mm. uh so yeah i feel like you 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 are a product of your environment and you you live in the culture that you're brought up with so yeah, yeah i can totally imagine cheating begets cheating yeah and then there's another one here there they forget 
they forget what stories they've told you. Oh. So it says if your partner frequently starts stories with, did I tell you this already? Oh God. It could mean they're having trouble. Oh my God, trouble. I literally do this all the time because I have the world's worst memory. No, I do this all the time. Yeah. But it's because, so it says here. Mine is like, did you see that tweet? And then they're like, yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I, I actually retweeted that. You <laughs> saw it on my feed. Yeah, I see all the tweets. But it says here, it says, okay, so if your partner frequently starts stories with, did I tell you this already? It could mean they're having trouble keeping track of multiple okay. confidants. But for me, personally, uh, that happens to me all the time okay. because I do have multiple confidants. Yeah, okay, fair. I'm not having an affair with any of them, yeah. but I have, <laughs> yeah. I have three best, or four I people that you friends, yeah. rely on and trust entirely. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So I have three or four people who I will tell a story to or I will tell something funny that happened or I'll tell them good news or whatever. Mm. And then I'll get to my husband and I'll go, Did, have I already said to you about yes. blah? Yes, you know? So again, in isolation... Not necessarily indicative. No, not at all. Of infidelity. Not at all. And then we have, um, yeah, your typical relationship issues seem to disappear. They're suddenly hypercritical of you. Oh. So what I think is going on there is they're trying to make themselves feel better about their shitty choices by, okay. by making you seem like a bad person. Okay, interesting. Throwing so the mirror like, back at them. It's kind of like a fair gaslighting. Yeah, it is a bit. Isn't it? God, you're really kind of kicking them in the foot and also stabbing them in the neck a bit there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's a bit yeah. much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. No, yeah, kicking the foot, stabbing the neck situation. Yeah, um, that old chestnut. Um, so yeah, then I, I also, I mean, there's so many reasons why people cheat. Mm. But I read something recently about why people cheat at different times in their life. Mm -hmm. And it really interested me because, and again, there's going to, just prepare yourselves, listeners, there's going to be a lot of sleeping generalizations here. <laughs> there, there was a piece that I read and I was just like, oh, that kind of makes sense. So it said that men tend to cheat when they're younger. And I, when I say younger, I mean like say pre-late 40s, like pre kind of basically pre-midlife crisis mm -hmm. they tend to cheat for sex for mostly physical reasons mm -hmm. they literally are just like I just want to have sex with you because I find you really attractive mm -hmm. they cheat for like ego reasons they mm -hmm. just want to know that they can they want yeah they want to feel attractive to someone um and they're they cheat out of boredom or mm -hmm. they cheat out of those kind of reasons when a woman is pre 45 50 say they're more than likely cheating for emotional reasons. Which is what we're fed in like Hallmark rom-com exactly. movies, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. We have like... Cheating's we, okay if you love the person. If you love the person. Yeah. But also cheating, like it's it's okay, like for, for women, for younger women anyway, again, general generalizing here, mm -hmm. but for women kind of before like menopause maybe, I suppose, mm -hmm. it could be a case in, in a lot of cases, um, certainly anecdotally and from what I've heard from like polls and from question boxes I've put up in the past, it seems to be an emotional lacking. So you're you're cheating because you want attention. You want someone to f you want to, to feel, feel wanted. You want to feel brand yes. new for yes. someone. You want you're like not the person who picks up the socks off the floor every morning. Exactly, yeah. and you kind of almost want to. I like it's not it's not just about sex. Mm -hmm. It's more about like. In, like an emotional connection you're getting something from this person that you're not getting from I'd your partner I'd say it's almost identity based that like you're trying to like claim back that version of yourself that you were when people used to look at you all the time or people used to fancy you and ask you out on dates and now you almost feel like your identity is this like 
housebound woman or mother or like wife or yeah. someone that you necessarily didn't think your where your life would lead yeah. or and yeah. I do I I think then so that then in in kind of later years for women which I found really interesting so if you take all that and if you take the kind of you know you've been someone's mother mm-hmm. or you've been a wife or you've been a caregiver or you've you've had that identity for a long time and then you get into your kind of late 40s 50s 60s even mm-hmm. 70s 80s and you're like I just want to have sex mm-hmm. with no strings yeah. and I just want to be physical and I just want to feel I don't even want to feel loved and cared for mm-hmm. I want to feel sexy yeah I want to feel physically attractive I want to 100%. feel young I want to feel fertile almost yeah, or something it. do you know the kind of womanly way womanly and and just like like someone wants to tear your clothes off that's it and I, and I feel like women, women take so long generally like anecdotally and generally just speaking to people yeah. I know or whatever take so long to realize what they actually like because we're told as young girls that we need to cater so to the true. man yeah that we oh we couldn't give him blue balls and we have to do this and and boys like this and it's not about your pleasure it's about catering to him that eventually you're just like no this is exactly what I want I want yeah. to cater to no one yeah I want this feeling now and yeah. that's it yeah yeah and that's a that's a a wonderful thing that we should arrive at a lot earlier in life I think that's it but if you do spend a lot of time you know and look it happens it happens almost under your nose because Mm. now look not everyone has children and not everyone goes down the traditional marriage route and there's so many different types of relationships now but like if you have spent a lot of time being a caregiver you do lose a lot of identity Mm. you do lose your kind of the feeling that you might be attractive to someone. Yeah. So then if you got into your 50s and, you know, maybe your kids are raised and you're like, what am I doing with my life? Mm. And you kind of, there might be a bit of a bang in mortality as well. For sure. Where you're like, I need to have fun. I want to feel sexy. I want to feel good about myself. I want to have sex for pleasure. Mm-hmm. And I want to do that now. And yeah. that might spur cheating on. Absolutely. Whereas, interestingly, in that same piece and with those same statistics, which I, again, will root out and put in the show notes, mm-hmm. The reason that a lot of men over kind of 45, 50, over that age mm-hmm. gave for cheating was emotional cheating. No way. Yeah. Isn't it funny how it flips? Rather than the physical. So they yeah, were, yeah. they they didn't want necessarily loads of sex. Yeah. They were looking for someone to like chat to them and to make Care them feel, them yeah, and, and make them feel like, want, like wanted from a weird emotional perspective That's rather than really a physical perspective, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I thought that was quite um, intriguing, I suppose, because it does make complete sense that as you move through your life, your reason for being unfaithful would for change sure, and yeah. would be different. Because as uh, your needs change, yeah. Exactly. Um, so some of the reasons that people cheat, um, why do people cheat in relationships? Anger or revenge, we kind of touched on that already. Um, falling out of love, which... Mm-hmm. Which I mean, happens. You can't blame anyone. Yeah, which happens. Sadly, I, it, it sucks. Like, it's, but it it's does. shit, but yeah. it does happen. And I, I, but I definitely don't think it, cheating is ever the answer. I feel like having a frank discussion about the fact that you're not in love with the person anymore yeah. is a kinder way. It is, for sure. And it, it definitely is the more mature way. Mm. And like, like, neither way is going to be good. No, it's not. But, but like, but that's definitely going to Yeah, you can't blame anyone. No, no. Um, and then opportunity, which is something that. You know what is it that Oscar Wilde said? I can resist anything except temptation, and there, if it comes uh, up to you, listen. Yeah, Oscar is very wise. Truth. But what you were saying about um, was it someone that you you worked with or 
the opportunity being there. Like if you're in it, if you're surrounded in an office by people who are attractive or if you're... That's it. Like if it's there. You can't ignore your feelings and I'm not excusing it or I'm not also, I'm also not shaming it or blaming it or anything. But like if it, we were also, I feel like what, what a lot of people I spoke to also said, like we're told we have this one life, live it how you want, don't let anyone hold you back. Except maybe don't cheat on someone. And it's yeah. like, that's kind of conflicting in a way that like, yeah, you, sh- you should do what makes you happy. And if, if what makes you happy is shagging the person in front of you, then why shouldn't you do that yeah. as well? You yeah. know what I mean? We're kind of told conflicting messages. We are. And it's, but it is a case of you have to respect mm. the, the, like, the boundaries you've the created. Choice, the boundaries yeah. you've created. Yeah. Because yeah. by getting into a relationship and, and saying you're going to be monogamous with yeah. someone, you are creating a relationship boundary. For sure. Yeah. So like, is it worth maybe having a discussion with like if if cheating okay well maybe we shouldn't call it cheating if sleeping with multiple people is something that you think is going to be what you will want mm-hmm. it could be worth at the start of a new relationship being like look monogamy isn't for me but yeah. I'm willing to commit to you in every other way or maybe it isn't right now or we can yeah. talk about it in whatever time yeah but yeah for sure and like I think because again we're so um as a society and as a country I guess in Ireland we're very um we still have that catholic kind of hangover thing Defo. and we're still we're still very much into traditional um settings and settings boundaries and relationships and, yeah. and you know if like I, I kind of I want to give people permission not that anyone needs permission from mm-hmm. me but like if you're listening to this and you are you know unhappy in 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 a structured relationship or in in the if you don't feel comfortable being constrained by those traditional mm-hmm. forms of relationship that we yeah, all don't know, feel like you have to be don't feel like yeah. you have to be there are other ways and having frank discussions with the people that you love might help clarify that for you so mm-hmm. um don't be afraid to think outside the box yeah um in terms of monogamy in particular um unmet needs Yes, that's yes. a very that's a very big one. And actually, I was talking in another episode, I can't remember which one, about sexual incompatibility. Oh, interesting. And okay. that can be, that can, I mean, unmet needs can mean a lot of things. Yeah. But sexually unmet needs mm-hmm. because of an incompatibility. Like, what if you're with someone who wants to have sex once a month mm. and you're like, well, no, I, I really want to do this three t- three times a week. Can we... Like where, it's very difficult to, I suppose, make those two. Like you, you can't force someone to have a higher sex drive than they no, have. Of course not. And there are many things you can compromise on, but that's yeah. probably not one of them. It goes back to that thing for me that you're expecting so much from someone, mm-hmm. and like we're we're being told that someone has to be our best friend and our secret keeper and our our best ride and our the person whose jokes we laugh the hardest at and like. That isn't always the case. And that yeah. very often isn't the case. Like someone can be your best friend and you fancy the whole of them. But someone could also be everything in the world to you except the best ride you've ever had. And that's yeah. also totally fine and totally normal. Mm. So, I mean, communication, communication, communication. Yeah. That's all you can do and, and really trust. But like sometimes you may have to explore options outside the box and that's not the worst thing in the world at all. Yeah. yeah. And then as well, the, another thing on the list of why people will cheat or why someone might cheat any is a want for variety. Okay. And I, I Sexually. guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, again, I don't think that, I think that like, there's no reason to cheat. Like, even if what you're doing is, is the most bland sex you could ever think of. Yeah. 
cheating isn't that doesn't legitimize having an affair no but I but I suppose if you've if you feel like you've gone down the route of like you've talked to your partner you've said look I'd like to change things up I'd like to do this or this or this and they've been like reluctant Mm. cheating is not the next best thing no but I can understand why that would I can understand why that would make someone be like like if that was a genuine real need for them for sure, yeah. Which I mean, it is for some people. No, it absolutely is. And and this is assuming that they've they've done all the talking and asking and, and questioning with their partner. Mm. What I would suggest there is maybe think about what they really want and also maybe get a vibrator. Yeah. yeah. Or get or like like there are ways to jazz up your sex life absolutely independently. And there's so many. Do you know? And there's yeah. ways to there's ways to jazz up your sex life I mean without cheating. I mm. mean it's you know, it seems Seems so obvious, Seems but yeah, so obvious, there, yeah. It, we we aren't stuck to the ways that you think we might be. Mm. Yeah, and the last one here it says um, low self esteem can motivate infidelity. That's a hard one because, mm. like, I came across a few. I think they were all women, actually. A few people I spoke to for that article again that were just like, I just really want to be wanted. Yeah. I just, um, I was in the relationship for a long time and I wasn't sure if I was fancied and I I didn't think I was going through a particularly good looking spell or might have put on a bit of weight or lost a bit of weight or whatever, but I just wasn't feeling myself. And I feel like this happens when women have babies because their bodies change so much and they're so unused to it or their hair might start falling out or whatever. And they're just like, I just want to be loved and wanted. And that's such a I can normal com- I feeling. I can completely understand yeah. that. As someone who has, I mean, she's 11 months old. So I have a relatively new baby. Yeah. And I have... Your body goes through, goes through horrific stuff. And I it's so out of your control. I, I, yeah. I don't recognize myself when I look mm. in the mirror. I mm. really don't. It's just... A, and then look, it's, it's, not, it's not better or worse than it was before. Yeah. It's just different. Yes. It's just I look in the mirror and I'm like, who is that? Of course. And yeah, there is of course, an element of wanting to feel attractive and wanting to feel good physically mm-hmm. and wanting to feel like someone fancies you and all that yeah. kind of stuff. That's And that's really important. Which is so important. It's so important. Um, do you mind me asking, when your ex cheated on you, mm-hmm. what did he give you a reason? What was his why? I don't think he actually did i uh, we like he told me and and whatever would like how did he tell you did he just come out with it did he he just just come out with it yeah so basically his christmas party was whatever say the friday night and i was going over to his on the saturday in the morning or afternoon or whatever and i came in and i was like oh how was it and he was like i have something to tell you and so told me then okay so i left and then i think about two weeks or so later we sat down um, in like a neutral venue and chatted it out. And I don't actually think he gave me a reason. He, I think what he said was that he was like really, really drunk and uh, can't really remember it or whatever. It's some kind of stupid thing like that. Okay. So I don't think I ever really got anything satisfying. So I think because that's my only, well, that I'm aware of personal experience with it. I just assumed that everyone just got too drunk or saw someone, thing they fa- saw someone they fancied or tried to get away with it or whatever it was. But it seems to be far deeper. And that's what I realized when doing this piece. Um, so, yeah, I, don't, I didn't get a satisfying answer, annoying the, me. That is really annoying because yeah. there's nothing better than a bit of closure in those sorts of cir- circumstances. That's it. And I don't think he ever did. Maybe, maybe he doesn't even know himself, mm. to be honest. Yeah. And maybe it took him a while to realize um, I don't want to be like the, you know, do you believe that though? But I, okay, so for anyone who, who's new to private education, they may not know, but I am teetotal. I've never, I, I'm sober, I don't drink and I never have. Um, and so I, I have no gauge for mm. drunkenness or for what one might do when they are that level of drunk. 
But there is something in me that's like, I, I still do think that the I was so drunk excuse doesn't really cut the mustard. Yeah, it is a bit naff. So, as someone who has been drunk plenty of times in her life and not slept with someone, I... This is the thing. I'm like, lots of people get drunk and not everyone cheats on their partner. Yeah, and listen, I I, I, I know it hurt him to tell me and to realise that. And so for that, I, like, I'm, I'm sorry and do believe that he is, was like empathetic and all that kind yeah. of stuff. But no, it's, I, don't, I really don't think it's a valid excuse ever, to be honest. Um, I do believe that he probably drank too much or maybe took something or whatever it was. But I imagine there was some kind of underlying thing that he was trying to commit to, whether it was wanting to be wanted or whether it was feeling he wasn't getting something from the relationship or whatever it was. I do believe that it's more than just drink and it always is. It has to be. Yeah. And on that grim note, (laughs) (laughs) um, I'm going to wrap this up. Um, That was so interesting. And you know, there's like, we could talk about that for days. There's so much to it. Um, but yeah, thank you so much, Kate Mulder. And oh my God, I my will, I'll link that piece um, in the show notes as well so people can go and read your stuff. And if people want to follow you on Instagram, your handle is... At Kate Mulder. so just my full name. Your full name. And Mulder yep. is D-E-M-O-L-D-E-R. Yeah, because it. it's not it's not a run-of-the-mill last it's name. It's not a run-of-the-mill and people usually throw an L-U in there, but no, we, we're no you. No, you're the we're anti-you no you. We're the anti-you. Okay. But yeah, this was a dream. Thank you, Ashley. Like, he, we couldn't have been more comfortable. I know, we're, we're literally lounging. on the I feel most very comfortable playboy. giant bed. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. It is very playboy. Yeah, I feel very good. Hugh Hefner, uh, RIP. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> okay. So we're going to wrap it up. Thank you so much for listening. And um, as always, and I'll speak to you next week. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.